What's up? <laughs> It's your girl, DJ Nark. Oh, <laughs> uh, what to say about it all? Now, I contemplated not saying anything. And then when I got to the end of the podcast, something really profound uh, emerged from my consciousness that I didn't anticipate about what we as a collective, what the revolution is and why it's so important to me. And it was so touching that I decided to come back and redo the opening. This podcast is spliced together because I've inserted portions from this parasite named Rusha on YouTube who basically came for me, you, us, the collective. Um, and in the process of doing so, revealed a really dangerous pattern that has emerged all across the consciousness movement. The idea of love and light being turned instead into a way to police people out of social awareness and out of their very real need to speak up about social injustice. Most of you already know where I'm going with this, but what I'm trying to say, what I should just come out and say, is that the love and light movement is about racism. It's about elitism. Because the only people who can truly afford to live that way are people who aren't affected by the injustice in the world. So, for example, with this particular person who passes for white and is now in this video goes on to say uh, she no longer identifies as a Muslim. Three months ago, she identified as everything that I was. Uh, but since then, things have radically changed. She's no longer any of those things. Um, and had to, at one point on her own channel, go into great detail about how she was ethnic because nobody can tell. So it's really convenient for someone who passes for white, lives in an entitled place with free health care, and none of the police brutality problems, none of the racist president problems, the immigration problems, the societal injustice, the police brutality, I mean, just all of it, all of it, the different iterations of all of that, someone who doesn't deal with any of those things is capable, like this particular female, is capable of spewing the love and light bullshit. Of course, because if you don't have any of those concerns and you don't identify with people whose kids are getting shot in the street by cops or whose kids are getting taken away at the border or um, who have to now pay to get their kids back, right? <laughs> um, if you don't identify with uh, whoever had to watch their 13-year-old have a live round fired through their chest and shot dead, Uh, in Israel the other day, if you if you can't identify with that Palestinian mother, if you can't identify with people of color because you have never been privy to the struggle, then it's really easy to adopt the love and light movement. And I think that's why so much of that consciousness movement is overrun with people who don't have that social accountability. I don't think, personally, I'm, I'm going to go there. I don't think that you can be a love and light person 
and be socially conscious. I don't think that those two things can exist together. I don't. I really don't. Because what you're essentially asking me to do, which which I'm going to play her clip so you can hear her version of it. What you're asking me to do is you're asking me to ignore the things that are going on out there that truly need attention brought to them. And we have this amazing social media tool now. So of course they were going to come up with a way to fucking control us. That's just, it's just obvious because social media gives you the outlet to have a voice. So now some other system of policing has to come in other than just brutality and force to get you to adhere to a new social norm. New technology, new way to speak out, new social norm has to be established. And what is it? What's going to keep you in line? Love and light. So the thinking here is, if you give your attention in any way to anything, you are actually causing it to happen and you are being irresponsible and hateful. Because instead of focusing on the injustice and brutality and standing up and being vocal for people who cannot do it for themselves, for whatever reason, for whatever position they've been put in, instead of doing that, you should be focusing simply on yourself. That sort of solipsism is completely possible when you live in an entitled state. Outside of an entitled state, it is impossible. This is why the love and light shit strikes me as so fucking racist. Because it is not possible if you are either not entitled, (laughs) if you, you, it's not possible if you're Yeah, if you're not entitled or if you don't pass for an entitled group, it's not, it's not possible. And so now what I would like to do is just to take you example by example through the things that she says in this video. One, so you can see what I've been trying to point out for almost a year now, which is that this is completely like a hit job from beginning to end. It's meant solely to discredit something that is actually making huge waves and is important socially. We're important socially. I know that sounds strange because it's like, it's me and you, right? We're just hanging out. But this shit is becoming very socially important. I'll talk at the end about what I mean more. The ending is is profound. But for now, understand that what she is, make no mistake, prompted, what she is being prompted to say and how she is being prompted to say it is designed specifically to diffuse and diminish a force, a power that's very effective. You see how all the people reporting people who have like permit and don't have permits and all that, you see how those people are all getting fired. You see how all these people are losing their jobs like that dude that lost it on like the Mexican women and the, the lawyer who lost it. You see all this shit. It's very effective. This sort of collective voice and, and, and being able to record people and put it out and have a wave of people behind you go, that's fucked up. Is that person getting fired or what? It's very effective. And so what I want to show you about this girl is that she is emblematic of a larger movement that's meant to ultimately destroy our ability to use social media as a tool for good, and as a tool for change, right? 
So I'm going to I'm going to play you snippets of what she says that relate to just the general level of irresponsibility and like almost like it's criminal to me this shit that she's saying about if you don't like something just don't pay attention to it. That's fucking insane. The only people that could actually say that with a straight face are people who have no idea of what it's like to be a person of color and to be oppressed. Like in any way, societally, socially, like physically, financially, this is someone who has no fucking clue about any of that stuff. However, she's on a worldwide platform and she's coming for a group of people who are actually well aware of what's going on and identify deeply with other people who are being oppressed and brutalized. So she's making hella mistakes right now, but I just want you to hear it with her own shaky, terrified to the core voice. And I want you to feel what you feel when you listen to her in this shaky voice, say these really fucking sinister, nefarious things under this guise of love and light. I want you to really connect to your feeling in your gut because this shit is going to make your stomach turn. And I want and I and, and I I like really need this point to be made because I am sickened at what's happening. Like with this entire movement, the consciousness to shit, all the people that came out of the woodwork, every time I say something about something that's socially going on, all the people that comment, oh, we should just love everybody. We should just, let's not focus on the negative. I don't know why we got to focus on the negative. All this shit, it really disgusts me because the only people that get away with saying stuff like that are people who aren't being affected. Yeah, let's just act like it's not happening. That's, yeah, that's great for you. You know, you just keep disassociating with anything that would somehow be controversial because appealing to the lowest common denominator is how you're going to win this, right? Like, it's fucking ridiculous. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. So let's now listen to this disgusting shit and then I'll come back. I j- I'm only redoing this beginning. All the rest of it is from before. So take a listen. Man, I've been holding this in for a while. If you want to make a change... Stop focusing on trying to change people outside of you. Being like, oh, look at what this person is doing. They're so bad. We got to go destroy them and get them before they get us. Nah, because it's not about that. And if you're playing that game, then you're involved in that level of duality. It's about transcendence. It's about understanding, hey, if I want to make a real change in my life, if I want to make a real change in the world, I need to start with me. Because that starts within you. It doesn't start with anybody, anybody outside of you. Right? You have an issue with Trump. You have an issue with the wars going on. You have an issue with cyberbullies. You have an issue with Israel and Palestine. Take a look at the terrorist in your own heart. And when I say terrorist in your own heart, I'm saying take a look at the hatred in your own heart. Take a look at all the ways that you abuse yourself and other people around you. Because here's another thing that I want to remind you, right? I don't want you to get into the whole, oh, let's persecute this other person. Look at how terrible they are. Okay, so (laughs) the clip after this, I'm going to play you the part where she says, you don't need to focus on stuff that you don't like, because if you focus on it, you give it energy and you make it happen. Anyone who heard that, who now needs to pause this and walk away, there's going to be many times where you're going to have to pause this and walk away. 
Because anyone who has, anyone who's been affected by brutality, by the system, by racism, by classism, by sexism, by rape culture, and feels the need to speak up about it so others can be saved from whatever they went through, yeah, you're one of the people who is putting their quote-unquote energy towards making that thing that you're trying to speak up about a reality. You see how having a little bit of knowledge about something vast can be so fucking dangerous? This bitch read the words quantum and energy and frequency in an article once, and she read the back of the secret. She read the back of the book, and here we are. But you may be thinking, so why focus on her? Well, because she's the easiest and dumbest example of what people are doing with these consciousness accounts across the board, from IG to YouTube to politicians on both sides. The love and light blanket is the easiest way to get everybody to shut the fuck up and not talk about what's happening to people of color. I'm sorry, it is about race. It is about color. It is about entitlement. It's not about anything else. It's certainly not about love and light. Not at all. So why am I worked up about it? Is it because she's saying shit about me? Not really. Is it the said the shit that she said about y'all? Yeah, for sure. Is it also that the whole thing just fucking stinks of racism and elitism, classism, colorism? For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's another part. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to put it in here where she talks about her very privileged upbringing and her very pri- bitch <laughs> you don't think that we can tell when you're saying stuff like don't look at what trump is doing don't look at what that person or that person is doing look at the terrorist inside your own heart you know what that is that's somebody to who what trump is doing is a theory That's somebody to who what's going on in Israel and Palestine is just a selling point for her to get more followers. They're just theoretical things that can be used. They're not real. You see what I'm saying? They're not real. She doesn't identify with them. That's why she doesn't need to give it energy. That's why she would rather misdirect you at looking at yourself because if you have a problem with what's going on over there or if you have a problem with what's going on with Trump or what he's doing is because you got hate in your heart. Somebody get this bitch a fucking Make America Great hat again and mail that shit to Canada because this shit is completely out of fucking control. I'm offended. I'm offended as an American. I'm offended as a Muslim. Like, how you sit in a whole third country where you don't have the problems we have and feel like you have the fucking right to say anything, first of all. Second of all, how you be a person of color and act like this elitist, fucking, classist, racist piece of shit, you fucking Forrest Whitaker, sleepy-eyed bitch, how you do that with a straight fucking face and basically accuse people of creating their oppression. What kind of Kanye slavery was a choice bullshit is this? I'm serious. What kind of bullshit is this? I'm not here for it. I'm not I'm not playing these fucking games no more. 
Seriously, this is someone who is like many love and light accounts out here spreading this infectious apathy to people. That's all it is. What she's describing with throwing in the vibe words and throwing in, you know, vibration, frequency, what she's actually talking about and what she's promoting is apathy. And what she has a problem with and what the whole video is about is us. So in a way, it's like it's major ego boost. I mean, always, always. Like whenever any of these people go out of their way to make a video about me and us, it's always an ego boost for sure. But the entire video is meant to discredit what is essentially people getting together and talking about stuff that's not going right and stuff that needs to be addressed and fixed. Stuff that we can actually look within ourselves and be like, yeah, I see that. I see your point there. If I, if I work with that in myself, I'll be able to recognize that even more on the outside and I'll be able to speak up even more articulately on the outside so that thing can change. See, what we're doing is the thing that she wishes she could do. Do you understand what I'm saying? This whole change yourself and then you'll change outside. Yeah, bitch, that's exactly what we're doing. The more awareness you bring to the stuff that's going on, the more awareness you bring internally and the more awareness, therefore, you spread to those around you. How many people you send these podcasts to? You know what I'm saying. You know what's up. We're doing exactly what she professes to want to do. But look at the hate. Look at the hate. Look at the misdirection. Look at the meanness. All of it is there because it's the movement that is bothersome. Anyone right now who's coming out against what we're like talking about, we're just hanging out. It's just a podcast. It's just a YouTube channel. Like, and the YouTube channel is just tarot. It's not even political stuff. It's not, it's not any of this stuff. But the reason people feel the need to try to rope us into stuff right now, uh, to be perfectly honest and not to be too immature, is because we hella lit. Like, I don't think you guys get it, maybe, because I don't really get it, but mad people are listening to this podcast. Like, this is turning into a big deal. And it's so pure because we're really out here just being honest about, like, shit that's happened. Like, next week, I'm going to talk about rape, and I'm going to talk about what happened to me. Like, this is just real shit. You know, and once you hear someone talking some real shit, you connect with that on some real shit in yourself. And then you go and you share that with people and they're like, damn, that's some real shit. No, you write about that. Oh, well, but did you know that's also happening to these people and these people? No, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't want to take us off our game by focusing too much on this dumb bitch but at the same time, Sleepy Gary needs to be made an example of. And I think that love and light in general needs to be made an example of. Because the whole fucking movement is racist as far as I'm concerned. I really believe that. I really sincerely believe that the only people that could adhere to that are people who are in no way being oppressed or brutalized by the state. 
or by society or by institutionalized racism because anyone who is subjected to that shit cannot possibly live in a love and light state it's not it's the, you not even a, not even a fool could do it even a fool knows when he's being you know uh someone is being bigoted or there's a prejudice of course so let's use her and her banal, completely ineffective attempt at throwing shade. Just this dumb bitch. I, why? Where are the smart haters? Where is the smart? See, all the smart haters turn into friends. All the smart haters come around for one podcast or one video and they smart. And so they're like, nah, this bitch is down actually. Actually, I like this bitch. And then, and then we friends. So that's why I don't have any smart haters. I figured it out. That's why we only have dumb fuck haters. Because it's only someone who's really fucking dumb who wouldn't be able to pick up any of the content that I put out and be able to tell that I'm on some real shit. Like, you really gotta be fucking stupid to come for me or anybody involved with me because we really on some real shit over here. And we're going to see right fucking through you. And that's another reason I'm using snippets from what she's saying. Because I want you to be able to fucking hear it in her. That she's completely full of shit. So now, when her fucking shit pops up, and you see her doing her little whatever the fuck she's doing. Yo, she's completely unhinged. Like, now she's doing some other shit where she's like... Before it was like pole dancing. And then it was like how to dick ride. And then it was how to... Lord, now it's like lip syncing the thong song. It's just, it's so fucking messy and embarrassing to me. Like, I hope at the end of all this, when this bitch actually like runs away or something, like, I already know what's going to happen to her, but I hope before that shit happens to her, like, we get to find out that she was just pretending to be South Asian because I'm having a really hard time claiming this bitch. Because this is a whole other type of messy bitch. Like, I don't know a single Pakistani girl who's this fucking messy. I just don't. I don't I don't know anybody who's, like, this far gone. So, let's see. Like, <laughs> hopefully this will turn out to be an L that I don't have to take. You know what I'm saying? In terms of having to, like, claim her as, like, a fellow countryman. Because I... That would just be tragic. Like, this bitch is a fucking embarrassment. Um, But, yeah. So, have a listen. And next week, we will get back to our regularly regularly scheduled programming. Don't worry. I'm not going to be too mean to her. Um, There's nothing really to be mean about. You know what I'm saying? I only point out the Sleepy Gary thing. Because it's just, it boggles my mind that I don't think anyone's ever told her that she looks like she's, like, that she has googly eyes. I th- I would just think that that's something that somebody at some point in her life would have been like, but you know this about yourself, right? Like, everybody, come on. Like, let's all be, it's just, and the other stuff is too obvious to say anything about. Like, I could throw my little shade at it or whatever, but, like, what exactly... <laughs> Like if you got a like if you a horsey bitch, then you a horsey bitch. Like I don't know what to say to you about that. You a sleepy, Forrest Whitaker horsey bitch. I don't know what's I don't know what more to say about that. That's my little shade. There, I threw my little shade. The rest of it is just facts. It's facts. So have a listen.
and uh, I'll see you next week. I'll be recording next week from the airport, I think. No, no, I'll be recording from New York. Uh, so totally different vibe. And yeah, yeah, we'll be talking about some really serious stuff. So yeah, have a listen. And the the, the outro, the ending of this is truly touching and I mean obviously I mean all of it always but it's uh yeah it's from deep within my heart fam so uh I'll see you later listen on this is why I don't if there's something that I don't like in my life or something that I don't like in the world I'm not gonna put a ton of energy towards that thing because then I'm just putting my personal energy towards collectively creating that reality. And I know this can sound a little confusing and I'm getting a little more into the metaphysics of this right now, but I want you to understand that. Okay, our 3D concept of time is not the absolute reality. Okay, it's true, but there's also another way of looking at time and existence that is also true. And this can be a little bit confusing, but um, just just bear with me for a second. Yeah, it's confusing because she just told you that if there's something out there in the world that's going on, you should, she vibrationally shamed you. You should not acknowledge it because then you're creating that reality. Do you see how fucking dangerous this new age shit is? What the fuck? Do you understand how quickly we will be pulled back into fucking feudalism if we start acting on this nonsense? This new age shit is getting on my fucking nerves. This bitch in particular is starting to get on my fucking nerves for real. Like, for real, for real, this bitch is getting on my nerves now. Because the social irresponsibility entailed in what she just fucking said blows my mind. You're going to use complex quantum concepts that you don't fucking understand. You watched Inner Worlds, Outer Worlds once on YouTube, and now you're talking about the fractal nature of the universe ass backwards? The fractality of this universe demands that you make it your personal job to point out iniquity, to point out apathy, to point out predation and injustice. If you can't neutralize that energy externally, what the fuck chance do you have internally of doing anything for whom the bell tolls? It tolls for thee, motherfucker. It tolls for you, you dumb bitch. That thing out there, that nebulous thing that you don't want to give your energy to, those are little Mexican kids. That's not an energetic concept, you dumb bitch. Those are people's fucking children. Real children. These are the benefits of being a dumb fuck who doesn't have responsibilities because you entitled in every way possible. First of all, you're sitting in a place where you don't have any of these concerns and you're preaching to a world that is falling apart 
everywhere else. You're treating Mexican children like an energetic concept that you don't want to give your energy to. You're treating black people getting murdered in the fucking street. Getting sat on until they can't breathe. Children being fucking shot eight times, including through the top of the fucking head. As an energetic concept that you don't want to give your attention to. Yo, this shit is disgusting. Like, I'm seriously starting to lose my temper. And it's funny, right? Because I can be uh, on social media and I'd be like, good with the roast, the sleepy, froggy-eyed bitch. Like, all that shit. I'm good at that shit, right? But that's not what I'm like when I actually get mad. When I actually get angry about shit, I'm very fucking effective. Like, this shit has pissed me off in a completely different way. Because this is not her... Whatever shots she's trying to take at me... See, this is where she fucked herself, okay? She's trying to take shots at me, right? That's all she's doing. It's pathetically obvious. But she got herself roped into a much larger, much more important conversation that she's not on the winning side of. What I did was I gave her enough rope to hang herself with. Another way to put it, because cancers are fucking sneaky. As a cancer in the first house, I'm telling you this. Cancers are fucking sneaky. When they do something wrong, it's all about misdirection and ghosting. They'll go left when you think they're going to go right and then they run away. Because they know they fucked up, but they're not going to be held accountable for it. They're not going to admit it. They're not going to own up to it. And they're going to run sideways. Right? This bitch talks out both sides of her mouth. I'm not surprised about anything about this bitch. I, I, I read this bitch the first time I fucking laid eyes on her. Right? But the thing about this sneaky type of hoe is that they're just going to peek their head out, provoke you, and run back in to wherever they were and cry victim. So you really got to give them a lot of rope. You got to let them say whatever the fuck they're saying. You know how many times this girl's ISP address has come up when I've been dealing with the stalking center here, you know how many different fucking platforms this bitch goes on every day to talk shit about me? Every fucking day. Every day. It's like her second fucking job. One of the guys there was literally like, she lives with her parents. Like she has no job. She has nothing else that she has to do. This bitch is a professional fucking troll. Right? And all this time, these weeks and weeks that I've been dealing with these people, I've known about this and I've said nothing. All the different places that she's posted, all the stuff talking about my child, talking about, I mean, heinous shit. I've said absolutely fucking nothing. And you know why? I'll tell you why. Because with cancers, if you really want to draw them out when they've done something wrong, they're never going to admit to it, first of all. You're going to have to just put a knife through their chest. They're not going to admit to it. The only way to get them to actually fess up is to just rid them. Like rid yourself of them. That's so, Because they're never going to fess up to it. They're never going to say they did it, right? So you got to get them close enough to you that they can't run. They think they're getting close to you because they're coming over to aggress on you and finish you. And you let them think that. You let them get closer and closer and closer and bolder and bolder. And then when they're close enough, you grab them, you pull them real close, and you put the knife through their chest. That's the only way to do it. Because otherwise, they're just going to scurry away and bury themselves in the sand. You'll never find them again. Real sneaky. Real sneaky. 
So I haven't said anything. And I haven't said anything because I knew that if I just waited, she would do or say something that would be truly, truly distasteful. I had no idea that it wouldn't be about me. I thought she was actually going to fuck up and say some of the stuff she's been saying about my child, et cetera, et cetera, in a video or somewhere. Because it like, I, I was I was pretty convinced that's what she was going to do because she was going to get so bold and so cocky that she was going to cross that line. <clears throat> and I was going to tap dance all over her fucking face when she did. But since she didn't do that, she went a different route, which is listening to all the podcasts, picking up um, the way the, the YouTube guy I was talking to about it put it is like picking up the Ebonics, right? She's got this real wannabe uh, appropriating, like she just, she, listen, man, she's a corny bitch from a corny place. I don't know what to say. Like, anyway, that part doesn't even bother me anymore. But none of that shit, what I'm trying to say is none of that shit bothers me anymore. Because really, I didn't anticipate her being so dumb that she would get herself roped into a, a conversation that's way above her head. I thought she was just going to stick to her petty shit, her single white female shit. But she decided to be bolder than that and take and take on more than she can actually handle. And so here we are. So the part that's bugged out about what she just said is she's using new age bullshit uh, against the simple minded. Now, a simple minded person will listen to that and say, oh, my God, that's so true. Um if there's negative stuff going on in the world, I should just ignore it because if I pay attention to it or bring awareness to it, then I'm just making the problem worse. Is that right? Is that is that what was going on during slavery? Is that what was going on for the first 20 years of the occupation of Palestine? Is that what's going on for, oh, I don't know, 100 plus years or whatever it was in South Africa? Is that what was going on during the... Uh, colonial reign or imperial reign, the Raj in India. What the fuck are we talking about? What kind of pseudo quantum nonsense, like read the secret once, sitting in Urban Outfitters trying on uh, geeky shoes? What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? So let's go into this whole oh, that's low vibe, that'll lower your vibration, uh, becoming aware of that. Let's go into it. Let's really talk about this fucking nonsense now. So Christ is the embodiment of crystal consciousness. Christos is a Greek word referring to crystal consciousness where the body turns more silica than carbon, becoming more crystalline than carbon-based, therefore facilitating ascension to higher dimensions. The most recent example of this being the Christos we know as Christ, Emmanuel. Uh, Previous examples include Siddharth, the Buddha, one of many, Krishna, and back we go. It is globally, universally established that that crystal consciousness, that Christ consciousness is the embodiment of love. It is love incarnate. So tell me then, 
why this love heart based person at least we can all agree on that right i mean this bitch has uh, gone on record now saying that she's not muslim she's not anything so let's not let's not assume that she knows this but let's leave rachel to the side but most people can agree whether they are religious or not that jesus was a pretty cool dude who had a pretty loving message can we can we agree on that okay so why is it that christ wasn't concerned about lowering his vibe when he went into the temples and turned those tables over of the pharisee and the sadducee who were charging interest in the house of god why did he lose his temper why was he literally beating the bankers <laughs> and running them out of the temple why would the bible include that why are there parts of the judaic tradition and the old testament that do in many ways refer to god as an angry god uh when we know that god is love and god is you know this divine vibration and all this vibratory talk all this energy talk that these dumb hoes like to fucking spill and they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Why would those low vibe actions be mentioned in the Bible? How could someone in the pure vibe of love, the logos incarnate, for God's sake, how could the logos incarnate stoop to such a low vibe? As to address this thing, this inequity, this injustice going on around him. How could he do that? I mean, didn't he realize that he's just adding his energy to that thing and therefore making it worse? Like, I know that they're like killing black people everywhere. But um, <clears throat> like, if that's what's going on, I don't want to add my energy to it by like talking about it or addressing it or like bringing awareness or oh my god because like I know how energy works so all I have to do is focus on me and like I'm like really cute you know like there's this woman who's twice my age and she's like nowhere near as pretty as me and she's like super jealous of me and how pretty I am and so she's been cyber bullying me and that's why I'm making this video for you guys to like realize that you really don't have to care about anything that's going on out there you have to focus on yourself and love yourself and not give any energy to any of the stuff out there that's the way to happiness and that's the way to not be a little terrorist and have hate in your heart cool that made me physically ill to do that the reason christ lost his temper is because they were exploiting the poor they were exploiting a segment of the population who needed money and could barely afford to pay them back let alone pay them back with interest interest is essentially an immoral game that's why it's disallowed in every major religion because it's fucked up 
That's why he lost his temper, because they were exploiting the poor. They were doing something really, really fucked up. Right? So, now you have to wonder if the love and light crowd is standing in opposition to the dude whose aesthetic they follow to a T, to the dude who created the love and light crowd, right? The Beatitudes, Sermon on the Mount, like that's love and life, fam. That's the, Jesus created that, right? Even in the Islamic tradition, we believe that God was like, yo, I sent you the best of the best. I sent you pure love. I sent you the kindest, most wonderful, loving person I could have made. And look what you did to him. Like, <laughs> look at yourselves. Look what you did to him. That person who created this idea of love others as you love yourself. That person now stands in opposition to the love and light crowd. Because love yourself, love other people like you love yourself is a lot different than love yourself. And so that's the only thing that matters. If you really loved yourself, you would give a fuck about what's happening to those kids. If you really loved yourself, you would give a fuck about all those young black men who wake up every day and have to deal with the irrational fucking, just criminal fear of maybe not making it home. What the fuck are we talking about? Now, the Christ consciousness stands in opposition to the love and light bullshit. That should scare you. I'm serious because it isn't about doing onto others as you do onto yourself. It's not because if that's what it was, then what this bitch would be saying and what the love and light crowd would actually be doing is they would be on the forefront of Black Lives Matter. They would be on the forefront of what's going on on the border. They would be on the forefront of what's going on with these travel bans. They'd be on the fucking forefront of what's going on with healthcare. How this bitch sit in a country that has free fucking healthcare and have the nerve to say, if you don't like something, don't give your attention to it. Meanwhile, we're living in a country where hundreds and thousands of people go broke every fucking year because they get sick. You know how many people go broke in Canada because they get sick? Zero, son. You see what I'm talking about with this fucking entitlement? You see what I'm talking about? It's so easy to sit outside in a place of fucking privilege and talk from that place about how you shouldn't give a fuck about anybody except yourself. It's so fucking easy, man. And it's fucking disgusting. That's what I mean about Christ consciousness being at the complete opposition of this. Because think about it. Christ was out there with the people who were being persecuted. Isn't that right? 
He was out there with the lepers and the poor and the guilty and the prostitutes and all the... Why do you think those archetypes are mentioned the way they are? It's to normalize and humanize love and light and all this stuff that otherwise it's just too easy of a door to apathy. (laughs) To love yourself means that you give a fuck how the lepers are being treated. To love yourself means that you give a fuck and that you're vocal and give a fuck and make a point of saying this, that, and the other shouldn't be happening because I love those kids like I love my own. You see what I'm saying? It's very easy when you don't see that similarity. It's very easy when you see yourself as the other to say this shit. And that's exactly what this love and light shit is breeding. It's not breeding unity. It's breeding division. It's very divisive. Because ultimately, the only people who are able to ascribe to this and able to in any way perpetuate it are people who don't have any real problems. It's like the YouTube person said, this bitch got a lot of time on her hands. She doesn't have anything else to do. She has, she's, she's a professional troll. It's really easy to be in a place of privilege where you don't have to worry about anything and then to sit from that place and talk like this. And the only other people who will be able to in any way realistically over a prolonged period of time ascribe to this with you are also people who are highly entitled and don't have to and can live in that solipsistic world. Anybody else at one point or another is going to go, yo, but you know, this thing happened where they like, God forbid, they deported my uncle fam or God forbid this happened, that happened. Or, you know, my my cousin couldn't get in the country because she was in Iran or like at some point. These people who who will for a little while and have in a lot of different ways ascribe to this love and light consciousness bullshit, this don't lower your vibe bullshit, then some real shit happens to them. And you know what happens when the real shit happens to them? I'm going to tell you what happens. They hit up people like me. And they're like, yo, um, do you know how many apologies I've gotten in the past month? Since I started doing these fucking podcasts, you know how many fucking people have been hitting my DMs and my emails talking about, yo, I'm so sorry I said what I said about you this one time, or I'm sorry that I wrote this or that under that bitch's video, or did this or that. I realize now that now that shit has hit the fan in my own life, I realize that you were right, or now that this thing happened with my mom, or now that this thing happened where my dad couldn't get in the country, ah, 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 I realize that this stuff, yeah, of course. Because even if you find me annoying, even if you don't like how loud and how articulate and how smart I am about getting the point across about this iniquity, I'm still doing this for you and me, fam. And the reason I'm doing it for you and me, plot twist, is because I actually really love myself. And when you really love yourself, you really see that other person outside of you like you see yourself. I can't I can't even begin to imagine the level of superiority that you got to feel within yourself to go in front of a fucking camera in the world and say if you don't like something ignore it and focus on yourself. Can you imagine? It makes me so fucking angry right now to even think about it. If there's someone standing in front of me that's suffering 
And this is a bitch who makes videos about being an empath, how to be an empath. You see all these keywords, these buzzwords? These are all bitches who have just figured out that these few words can get you followers. It's like, um, you, you know, there's like these dope ass makeup accounts. And once in a while, you'll come across a makeup account where you're like, this is trash. Nah, like for real though, this is trash. How does this bitch have this many followers? What's going on here? And you'll be like, damn, this makeup game is just open to anybody, huh? Like you could just start a channel. It's the same shit. Like this bitch has figured out, like many stupid bitches have, that there's like keywords, empath, vibe, frequency, the frequencies, your frequency. Like the, and, and you could get people to be like, oh, she must know what she's talking about. She said the word vibration and frequency like five times. But still can't use myriad in a sentence, right? But anyway, um, ugh, it's so bothersome. It's so bothersome. It's so bothersome, <laughs> but it's possible now for people like this to actually get into your heads and be like, hey, you can be empathic without actually giving a fuck about people. So how you can make videos on being an empath and then say, if you don't like something, just don't focus on it. If you don't like something, don't focus on it. If there's someone standing in front of you in an enormous amount of pain, because their child has just been taken away from them or their son has just been shot or, you know, their school just got shot up or come on, like there isn't enough going on in the world. Now we need this entitled slice of garbage out there to be telling us the people who are actually aware and pained and feeling the pain of others. You, we need now For this third party of entitled people who don't give a fuck about nobody but themselves to be pointing the finger at us and saying, y'all are the problem? Wait, we're the problem? We're the problem. We're over here talking about rape culture, iniquity and race, the government, self-empowerment, female empowerment, but we're the fucking problem, right? You see? This is what I'm talking about. It's really fucking dangerous. It's really, really fucking dangerous to start to equate being woke, this, this, this definition that we have out there of being woke, right? Love and light. It's really dangerous to equate that with what needs to happen. We don't need to be woke. Woke, love and light, all of that has been co-opted by a much larger racially motivated entitled group of people who have the luxury to sit back and not engage in any of this. When she says that, is it surprising to me? No. She looks like a white girl. It's not surprising. <laughs> it's not surprising because she's not dealing with the struggles that come with any of the things that she may not like. For her, it is a choice. She can either engage those things or she can't. It's not a choice for me. And I suspect for a lot of you, regardless of your skin color, it's not a choice for you either because you're not living your life through the entitled lens of a colorist mindset. And she is. So when she goes on later to say, oh, this woman who's twice my age and who's jealous of how pretty I am and jealous, what she's actually talking about is a very deeply rooted colorist way of thinking she's 
her mind is boggled by the fact that somebody older than her could be more attractive, which I don't understand. No one's told this bitch about the Forrest Whitaker shit going on. Like, no one's actually just ever clued her in and be like, bitch, you look sleepy all the time. Like, you look like Sleepy Gary. What's going, what's good? No, what is it? What you, like, professional curiosity. What you want? No, I'm serious, because I know what people look like when they zooted, but what you want? Like, you luncheon, but what you want is what I want to know. You see what I'm saying? But her mind can't accept that anyone who's darker skinned than her could be prettier than her. Her mind can't accept that anyone who's older than her could be more attractive than her. Her mind, her mind can't accept it. So the way she wraps a nice little bow around all this social irresponsibility is to say, you know, and the only reason she cares about all that stuff and the only reason she talks about all that stuff is because she's jealous of me because I'm younger than her and I'm prettier than her. Can you imagine getting a reading or spiritual guidance from someone whose barometer is set to those settings? So anyone who comes in front of her is judged through the veil of, is this person more or less attractive than me? And is that dependent on the color of their skin and their age? This is how this bitch classifies people. Do you see how ugly this shit is? And see, I'm always the bad guy because I see shit a mile out. I knew this shit a year ago. I took one look at this fucking sleepy Gary bitch and I knew it. I, I just knew it. Because listen, as a brown girl, we all have that one person in our friend of a friend group, our that one cousin, that one googly-eyed bitch who happens to be light-skinned, who swear that she just the hottest shit on the planet, even though everyone's like, that bitch googly-eyed, nobody's checking for her. But she's been raised by some parents who've been telling her forever, no, you light-skinned, so you better than everybody. And that and that's why she's doing all of this. All that entitlement white people shit that she's doing is because that's how she's been raised. Because she's been raised in a colorist household, right? Which, like, that's all South Asians. If she isn't, even is South Asian. I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Because if she's living in her Pakistani parents' house making videos about how she doesn't believe she's not a Muslim and she pole dances and all the rest of it, I just, listen, if you if you from somewhere, just say where you from. Like, I understand that you did what you did, you know, because you wanted to be just like me. I get it. I want to be just like me too, you know, I get it. But, like, just fam, like... <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Because you talking like a white person, you acting like a and and, and what I when I say white person, I mean people who sincerely believe that their color gives them a pass, makes them elite, makes them better, makes them entitled to things that the rest of us are not allowed to have, talk about, say. Her only problem, I'm telling you, all the shit she says in this video, all the really irresponsible messages that she's putting out there the base of all of it what underneath the 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 deep bleeding wound underneath it that she just can't fucking handle and it keeps coming out in all these different ways is that she just doesn't her mind will not accept the fact that like I look better than her and I'm smarter than her and I'm more successful than her. She just can't handle it. She can't handle it because all her life she's been told that she's better than people like me. 
I'm telling you, I'm telling you, ask a brown person you know. If you are not brown and you are having a hard time following me on this, ask a brown girl, ask a brown girl. And she'll tell you, just show show the brown girl this Forrest Whitaker bitch. Just show her one picture of the sleepy bitch and you will see. (laughs) (coughs) I'm serious. (laughs) Excuse me. You will see. The bitch's face, your friend, your your brown friend, her face will completely change. Because everybody knows a light-skinned, googly-eyed bitch like this. Everybody, everybody. And no one's had the heart to tell this bitch her whole life. Even the one in my family. The one in my family who looks almost exactly like this one is also googly-eyed. Looks like a guppy. That bitch, when she was coming from Pakistan years and years ago, everybody was telling me, oh my God, wait till you see your cousin. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. And I was like, damn, I'm excited. You know, we're going to roll. We're going to roll out. Let's go to Flushing. Um, Mad ghetto. Um, Like legitimately, Flushing was a ghetto then. I'm not even just saying that to be like rude and to use like like slang. Like Flushing was a fucking ghetto then. And it was all full of Pakistanis. Um, and like really rough Chinese people actually. But then she came, right? And she was a fucking sleepy, googly eyed bitch. And I was like, and I looked at my mom and my mom looked at me and I looked at my mom and my mom looked at me and I was like, is this, is this her? And my mom was like, you know, uh, now that I'm looking at her and I was like, oh my God. Is this because her skin is white? Because this bitch, like, Allah mafkare, like, God forgive me. This bitch is not attractive, mom. And she was like, no, I, and she was surprised. She was surprised herself. She was like, yeah, she, yeah, she's, she's got light skin, but uh, she's a bit strange looking. I was like, she looks sleepy. And she was like, yeah, she's, there's something like off about her eyes. And I was like, yeah she's googly eyed and my mom was like yeah <laughs> like, I was like it took her a second to be like um you no know, actually you're right and I was like damn because y'all been hyping me like for months now about this bitch and how beautiful she was and my mom was sincerely as confused as me she was like yeah I don't why have people been doing that and I was like mom it's just the color of her skin that's all it is and the best part about it was when you got to be around her, she legit acted. She had just come from Pakistan and she legit acted like every white person I'd ever met growing up in the US. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, why is this bitch like all the really rude white people that I've ever met in my life? This is a bitch from Pakistan. Like she's like grown up in Pakistan, lived it. Like how does she act like this? Elitism, entitlement, colorism, colorism. What ended up happening with the sleepy, googly-eyed bitch is the same, basically the same thing that happened with this bitch. She completely lost her shit, went over the fucking deep end with jealousy to the point where she was accusing her husband of having an affair with me. Her husband, who, by the way, was another sleepy, googly-eyed, like, inbred looking like god forgive me but like what's going on i feel like pakistanis who are mad light-skinned like to inbreed because they want to keep the color and then they end up with these slow ass googly looking children and and that's okay because as long as they could keep the color 
this shit is sad, bro. <laughs> this shit is sad. You know? Like, listen, m- me and my brothers, we always talking about this. Because we be looking at both sides of the family like, nah, we not inbred at all, though. Because we two completely different genetic strains that have that do not mix. So, like, yeah, we fine as fuck. Like, me, I'm... I I always say this. I don't know why I've never said it in the videos or whatever, just because I guess it's never come up. But like, I'm seriously the plainest member of my family. As pretty as you may think I am, or as much as I may like go out of my way to make myself like look nice or ah, uh, uh, like I'm the plainest member of my family. My mother is gorgeous. My brothers are drop dead gorgeous. Like my brothers are insanely good looking, like to the point where that's why I don't post them. Like, my little brother is so good-looking that I will never post him like that. Because, like, bitches don't know how to act. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and and one of my brothers is my color. The other one is much lighter skin. But thank God he's not googly-eyed. Um, but it has to do with this deeply rooted colorist shit. Like, she, that cousin who like we're completely estranged she even still to this day blames me for her marriage not working out not realizing like there's no logic behind it just the only thing that set her off that she could never get over was the fact that her husband her ex-husband had said to her that he thought that I was much prettier than the light-skinned box sunny girls that she used to hang out with and she was like, what, also even me? And he was like, yeah, also even you. And that was it. From that day forward, she hated my guts. And no matter what I did, I couldn't, like, I mean, I never did anything. I didn't give a fuck. They were like, oh, she hates you. And I was like, bet. Did you want to fight? <laughs> Where are you at, bitch? Like, let's go. <laughs> Let me put some color on those eyes. Um, but it just, it, it was the same type of shit. So when this bitch started saying this shit, it was like reminiscent. I was like, yo, she looks like that bitch. She's acting like that bitch. Like, what is really going on? And then it like kind of hit me all at once. Like, wow, this is what we as a collective now have to start being careful of. There is this well-defined opposition there, right? It's like suppression of free thought. It's colorism. It's racism. It's uh genetic superiority and inferiority all these concepts right they're there and they're and and we know them they're clearly defined as like that's what those people think it's much more savvy of us now and much more intelligent to realize within our own communities where people are posing like they are a part of our communities when it is to their gain and then they quickly jump ship when it is not to their benefit anymore and in terms of benefit when i say benefit i mean clout chasing i mean people who are legitimately fine with misleading people giving them the wrong sort of advice giving them the wrong sort of messages only to gain an advantage they feel they're entitled to only to uphold the status quo of all of this racist entitled shit except to do it with this added judgment of well, if you don't do this and if you don't play into this with me, you're just not a good person. So if you actually care about the shit that's going on, if you can feel others' pain like your own, if you can be empathetic, 
And that makes you active in your society. It makes you vocal. It makes you someone who brings people together behind something and says, hey, this isn't right. We got to deal with this. The, the, the added judgment now from this new group of people is, well, you're just out of the vibration. You're actually making the bad thing happen. That's what she actually said. You see that, right? What she actually said is, if you bring awareness or attention to something, say, like police brutality, you're actually the one responsible for making it happen. You're culpable. That's disgusting. It, it's it's sickening. Like I I don't I don't know the right words for it. it's disgusting. The karma coming to this bitch for the shit that she's been fucking saying. Fuck what she said about me. I don't even give a fuck. I'll play it for you, but I don't really give a fuck. This stuff though. Any person who's listened to that, this is, let me tell you how karma and abundance work. Any person who listens to that and buys into it and then decides that they don't need to be socially responsible and socially aware, and they don't need to know what's going on around them, and they don't have to care about it, and they don't have to speak up about it, any person who goes into that line of thinking and action because of her, she gets their bad karma. Because she walked them down that fucking ugly road. That's amazing. (laughs) No, seriously, that's amazing. Like, as someone who's being talked about, like, I I love this for her. She fucking deserves this shit. She really does. But hold on, let me play you some more. Okay, and now let's listen to her talk about me and us just because we're petty and she's a dumb bitch. Here we go. Oh, wait, and you realize she's talking about herself, right? Like, when people project, it's the best. It's like, get your popcorn, because she's about to project so hard. If the problem, ego, the distorted ego, which I'll have to make a whole in-depth video on, (laughs) the distorted ego is all about destruction. It doesn't know how to create anything. The distorted ego only copies and mimics it doesn't know how to create because it's not connected to the heart anything that is not connected from the heart is going to lack originality that's just how it is and the ego anytime it feels threatened it seeks to destroy so if the ego is threatened by something outside of it it's going to try and tear that down and destroy it in whatever way that it can so for example um jealousy let's say you're jealous of someone who's half your age because you feel like you're getting old and you feel like this person's prettier than you you're going to try and tear that person down Because you feel like if you can destroy that other person, you'll feel better about yourself. You'll feel safe, right? (sighs) (laughs) Uh, Yo, if I ever, if you know me personally, and I ever, 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 ever seem like I could actually be jealous of this googly-eyed bitch. Will you just put me out of my misery? Because this is like this is like flashbacks of my cousin. Honestly, like I don't know what it is with these bitches, man. Like my cousin would literally have this same conversation with me where she'd be like, "But I think you're just jealous of me." And I'd be like, "Yo, I don't know what was going on in Pakistan and what people were telling you, but like 
nobody here is checking for you like that i don't understand and she said to my face she was like but you're just not as pretty as me you're so dark (laughs) and the ages thing why if we're all love and light and we're so conscious are we throwing this shit around about people's age and like getting old do i seem like somebody who's worried about getting old Ain't nobody know how old I was. I didn't have to tell nobody. I just, I didn't even feel like I was telling anybody. I was just not hiding it. Like, what? and why do I even have to explain that? What kind of love and light bullshit is this? Are you about love and light? Or are you about being ageist and classist and elitist and colorist and a fucking racist? Because that's what it fucking sounds like. It sounds like. She's using new age bullshit to wrap up her colorism and her racism and her need to not give a fuck about what's going on. The very real trials and tribulations that are going on around us. Uh, And most of them have to do with people of color. So I can't help but make that connection there. But let's continue to listen. Now let's move on to the part where people like this feel like they can medically diagnose people and throw around medical diagnoses. Because this is another one of my pet peeves that the love and light crowd does a lot. They're vicious in their slander when it comes to people's mental health. And it's always people like this that so obviously have a problem. Like you'll be able to hear it in her, but let's, let's listen to her. And that's what matters most. The reason it breaks my heart is because you have children being exposed to this at such a young age and social media quite frankly can be a breeding ground for people with all kinds of psychological disorders mental disorders um narcissistic personality disorder pathological disorders bullying to take place and hurt other people and if we're not conscious of the wait did she just say that social media is a breeding ground for a narcissistic personality order to take place. You see what I mean about the lack of syntax and like the vocabulary? Yo, this bitch makes my head hurt. Literally, my head is hurting watching this, but I'm only watching it so I can get these snippets to you. But I hope you fucking really, really like are, are grateful for me having to sit through this fucking poison so I could show you what the fuck is going on out here. Hold on. I'm going to show you some more. Hold on. Let's listen some more, shall we? And most bullies uh, do have some sort of pathological disorder. I mean, in my experience anyway, the ones that I've come across, it's very clear that they have some, some, sort, some sort of disorder. Um, when you're coming from that place, it's because you're very disempowered. You don't know how to get energy from within yourself, right? It's a, it's a vampiric sort of thing, an energy vampire sort of thing. Actually, uh, the best way to describe it is zombies. And if you're somebody that doesn't know how to think for yourself... That's also the energy. Like, it's a zombie sort of energy. Um, it's kind of like, you know, in the zombie movies, um, they're just walking around, like, doing their, like, zombie thing. But if you ring a bell, then they see you and they start going towards you. So I want you to think of a, a someone with a pathological disorder, kind of like somebody who's, like, guiding those zombies, ringing that bell. And the zombies are people who don't know how to think critically or just fo- blindly following this person. It's also a very culty sort of mentality, cult mentality. So that person will just ring the bell and then send the zombies to just do whatever they want to do. It's kind of like that. So the reason they have to um, influence people to think things and they will use gaslighting as a tool to do this is because that's the only way they can get power. 
right? They're completely cut off from their own power. So the only way they can get power is by influencing you, to, influencing you to think a certain thing, and that's what makes them feel powerful. But when so <clears throat> now that you have it all. And I'm fucking exhausted. Like, this bitch is just draining as fuck because she's so lost in her own hell of, like, jealousy and confused entitlement and why why can't I be sitting at the top of this, like, mound that she feels like she... Very entitled. Like, she feels very much entitled to not just me, but to you guys. That's what I figured out by the zombie thing. She's not really jealous of me. She's not. She doesn't, she sincerely believes that she's more attractive. There is that colorist thing. There is the race thing. There is the apathy thing. It's not me she's jealous of. It's you guys. That zombie thing finally, like it clicked something in my head. I was like, wait a minute. It's not me. Um, Because she's not smart enough to be jealous of me. She she would have to really understand the amount of insight and intelligence that goes into what I do to be jealous of me. And she doesn't have the wherewithal to. So it's not that. From what she can surface comprehend of me, she's already told you what she thinks of that. I'm just someone twice her age who's afraid to lose, lose my youth and I'm jealous of her being more attractive than me. That's about as far as her read on me goes because she's a dunce but so so it just makes sense that she's actually not jealous of me at all she is jealous of you guys she's jealous that there is a group of people who sincerely all have the same motivation and that they have rallied together and the motivation being simply to understand yourself and therefore understand others in the world better because when you understand yourself you understand people better and when you understand people better you realize that they're you and when you realize that they're you you get up in fucking arms about stuff alan watts talks about how if we actually really believe the christian doctrine we would be yelling and screaming in the streets about the poor, the hungry, the homeless, the, the, the beaten, the abused. We would be tearing down the fucking walls if we actually believed what Christ was saying. We would be in the temples turning over the fucking tables. Right? And so what she's actually jealous of is just, it's the revolution. It's the movement. She wishes... And and I'm not going to be one of those people who goes around making really irresponsible medical diagnoses of people. What the fuck is going on? Seriously, like when did we get to just start throwing these fucking terms around like we know what the fuck we're talking about? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be that person. So I'm not going to say uh, what the easiest thing would be to say in this situation, like egomaniacal shit. It's too easy. The more, the harder truth to articulate here is not that this, she has some kind of disorder or something. She's just unhinged. She's not ill. She's just like all these white people and beige people out here that are raging in this post-Trump world. They're raging because their entitlement within no longer reflects on the outside. And it is driving them crazy. 
in her twisted world, she should be the one with this, the following. She should be the one with the movement behind her because internally she's superior. And so her externality, when it doesn't reflect that, causes dissonance for her. And when it causes dissonance for her, she acts like a fucking idiot. She She's unhinged, just like those people. <clears throat> the thing I posted about the woman on the bus, the, the crazy people who are calling, calling people about uh, permits, the, you know, all, all the, all the entitled white shit that you see going on right now. That's all she's doing because in her entitled little brain, she really believes that what we have as a collective, I'm not worthy of having, she should have it. And so if I have it, then I have any number of disorders and y'all are just a bunch of zombies. Think about someone like that in the same video talking about love light, energy, how it works, vibration. Think about getting a reading from someone who actually believes that being socially conscious makes you a fucking zombie. This shit is blowing my mind. I can't believe anyone would be stupid enough to put this shit out. This shit is dumber to me than the shit that Mike did, to be honest. Mike did what he did and like, you know, woohoo. Like, I'll put it the way the YouTube people put it. The YouTube people were like, this is like a gossip astrology account or I was like, I had, yo, they had me on the floor. I was like, y'all are the funniest people I've talked to in a long time. Like, y'all are dope. So like, I'm not, this to me is a lot more destructive because that was just like a, that was smear, right? This is infectious. This is, but it's also very informative because it's a window into people of color who really do believe that they are superior and how they're now infecting a pretty clean, pure pool of consciousness, which is just people of all races, of all different cultures who've come together under this banner, not just not just the revolution, I'm talking in general, I'm just talking people who are like waking up these days and being like, yo, uh, I'm a white person, but I don't think that black person should have been killed like that. Or I'm a black person. I don't think those Mexican kids should be taken away. Or we're black and white and Hispanic and Asian. And we think what's going on with the Lakota is fucking monstrous. And y'all got to stop doing this. You got to honor those fucking treaties. Like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we've been talking about. This shit is mad inclusive over here. Right? And so what's truly bothering her is that it is inclusive, is that it is welcoming of everybody and that the person who at least for now, right, because my ultimate goal is for us all to be doing this, at least for now, the person who seems to be at the helm of it is a person of color that she absolutely feels superior to. That That's what this entire thing from beginning to finish has been about. Her starting the channel well, she had had like all the, the whole shit she was doing from before, but doing the all of a sudden getting into tarot. Now, all of a sudden she's this. Now she's that. Now she's a life coach. Just think about it. It's all been done with the thought process of, well, but I'm better than her. Why can't I have that? I should have that. I can wear the cornrows too. Like, why not? It's just a hairstyle. God, 
that's what it is, basically. I just wasted y'all's times when I could have just said that and been like, DJ Nark, I'm out. Anyway, now let me fucking edit all this shit together since I had to stop and start it so many times. I love you guys. Shout out to everybody. Sagittarius video is halfway done. The other half I'm going to do tomorrow morning. I'm going to put it up with the extended tomorrow morning and then we're going straight into Capricorn. Uh, Shout out to everybody who gave me such a positive response on the eclipse podcast that really meant a lot you guys really understood where I was coming from and so many of you were personally touched by the stuff I was talking about in terms of the marriage and leaving and happiness and choosing your own happiness I'm astounded at how culturally across the board from young white women to old white women to young women of color to old women of color and everyone in between how we were all able to commiserate on something that is essentially universal you know a woman having to choose between her obligations and her happiness it really meant a lot much more than I expected surprisingly Um, it meant so much to me to have so many different sorts of people reach out to me and express that same sentiment because I feel like when you're so involved in a particular culture you can forget that there are people who are dealing with and suffering with the exact same um, restrictions the exact same judgments that you are even though they're you know um, they're English or they're French or they're Irish and you're like and it was such a wake wake up call for me to be like, you know, to be getting messages from all over the world and being like, yo, you felt that pressure too like that? Like, I thought that was just because my Pakistani mom was giving me shit, yo. Like, I didn't realize you felt pressure like that too. And you felt that you needed to stay even after you couldn't stay no more. Like, it really healed me. I'm serious. I'm I'm not going to cry. It's, it, But it really healed me. It gave me after years um some closure finally you know it was the last little bit of healing that I needed to be like nah Umber you did the right thing you know so thank you for that uh whenever I feel (laughs) that I am not giving enough that I should give more that I should do more that I should introduce more features that I should be sharing more information there is this humbling moment where you guys come through and you actually give me something I need. And I think it's always God's way of being like, yo, you're doing enough. Relax. Like, look, you're obviously doing enough. Look what you're getting back. So uh, thank you for being that vehicle through which I can in yet another way recognize the divine. Never in a million years would I have thought that what started so humbly as, let me tell you what's going to happen in September would turn into what it has become, which is a tribe. Uh, And you know, I'm tribal. Rajputs are a tribe. I'm tribal by nature. I like tribes. I love tribes. (laughs) Um, and And I'm empowered by them. And what I like about tribes is that everybody is their own person, but they identify with a way of living and a way of being that is respectful and honorable to the whole. I fucking dig that, yo. I really do. That's my Rajput heritage in a nutshell. So 
to be disconnected and disenfranchised from my tribe, to become a part of the South Asian diaspora because colonialism split my nation in two. (laughs) Yeah, that would be the trigger point that would make me cry. I'm mad about that. I'm mad about that. I really am. I love Pakistan. I love being Pakistani. But nothing can take the scar from me of what the British did to my land when they left. They tore us apart. You know? And as a person, as a family, as a tribe member, I was disenfranchised before I was even born. Forced into a place that was not my own and then forced once again into another place that was not my own. So you could say that I have been looking for my tribal roots, my tribal heritage, my tribe. I've been looking for my tribe again because it's all my genetics knows all my life. Never suspecting that this, of all places, a fucking podcast is where I'd find it. And it just shows you, like, you know, anything you want, whether it's something intellectual, something deeply philosophical, something material, it doesn't matter. Anything you want, ask for it. Ask for it. No matter how complicated, no matter how elemental or theoretical either way it doesn't matter ask for it you know what I ask for I ask for my sense of belonging because being tribal the way my family is it's in our genes it's woven into our DNA I feel the absence of it and you know what these past few weeks I haven't And then this bitch put this shit up about us being zombies and it made my fucking temper go through the roof because I was like, nah, what you not going to do, you dumb fucking bitch, what you not going to fucking do is take this thing that is empowering all of us and you so fucking mad and jealous with you petty fucking dumb ass, your googly eyed fucking Forrest Whitaker ass, what you not gonna do is sit on the outside because you mad because you're not included and talk shit without having this wave crash down on you. Because now she could go out there, she could do whatever she wants, she could make these lame ass videos talking about narcissism, pathological behavior, and you're opening up your videos with lip syncing to the thong song. And showing like bad plastic surgery cleavage. Bitch, go on and do all that now. Because now you know and we know. And everybody that knows you but watches me knows. That you're an irresponsible, infectious, dangerous person. And you're spreading hate, racism and entitlement under the guise of love and light. That's deep. That's deep and we all know. And the reason we know is because you decided to come for the tribe, not the cult, bitch. The tribe. See, the thing about the Rajput that's so amazing, and the reason they've always been the fighting force of India, is because 
tribes stick together no matter what. Tribes are bound by honor. A cult is something that you get involved in basically because you get coerced. You have to pay your way in. You have to tell them secrets. You have to give over your control. Honor is about power. Honor is about self-respect. Honor is about going where you are respected and not going where you are not. Tribes are about honor. It's about a group of people who are honorable in the same way and decide, yeah, I could fuck with this person. Yeah, I could listen to this person. Yeah, I could hang with this person. Yeah, I can be a part of this collective because these people vibing like me, they love themselves and they care about what's going on. That's a tribe. And I can't even begin to tell you how much it means. Not just to me, not just to us, not just to you, but to the greater just energetic balance of things. This is not a small thing. It seems like a small thing to us because we just be chilling, we hanging out. You know what I'm saying? We hanging out, we talking shit about people, we laughing, we joking, you know, we saying shit like this sleepy eyed bitch. Like, it's funny. It's funny. Uh, We listening to her do a bad impression of what she thinks it sounds like to grow up in the hood. Ugh. Like, it's funny. It's jokes. It's jokes. But underneath all this, you see what we're doing, right? It's important. And let me tell you, from the messages I'm getting, the clients I've picked up, the, the, the um, like insane, unbelievable people that have been hitting me up in my DMs, when I tell you, fam, that everybody is listening... People that we really fuck with. People that we're like, that dude is the man. We love that bitch. I love her music. I love his movies. Everybody's listening. And the reason they're listening and the reason they're tuned in and the reason they're following and the reason they're, you know, wanting the readings and all this is because what they're sensing isn't just coming off me. It's coming off of us. What they're sensing is authenticity. Like, we really fuck with each other. We love each other. You know what I'm saying? Like... There's not a lot of groups of people who could do it like that. And we doing it. And it's fly. <laughs> um, and I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm just so happy about it. Thank you. This, is, this has been an unexpected joy. But let me stop there. All right. I love you guys. I will see you next week. Bye. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.